0: Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterback of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these I just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History, on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. ColeJohnsonOnline.com, Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, for free. Get it right now. What you waiting for? Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast always suitable for all events, all places, all the time call sports i am your illustrious tour guide cole johnson and you have entered the zone called sports on another level and on this podcast we're going to of course touch on tom brady being suspended again is it on is it off Mm. we're also going to deal with child support issues in a different bent And we're going to put something that I really believe is worthy of the title upon further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Oakland. Stephon Curry, the soon-to-be MVP for this year and the reigning MVP of last year, went down hard. Hard with a knee sprain an mri was discovered that it's a great one injury and he is due to miss at least a couple of weeks of course all over twitterverse and all over social media everyone was saying ding dong the wi- the warrior's witch is dead because curry is out well don't be so sure that they're going to be gone and there was even some who opined that The Warriors are going to be done because the Rockets will make a miraculous comeback and will take the series from the Warriors. Here's the problem. When Curry was in the game, the Rockets were up by one. When Curry left the game, the Rockets proceeded to get their butts whooped. And they lost by 27. So it doesn't matter if Curry is on the court or Curry is off the court. The Warriors are a much better team than the Rockets. They will get slashed, period. And basically, for them, it's on to the next round. Now, who who will they face? That is a horse of a different color because it was almost in pin that their conference semifinals opponent was going to be the Clippers. But then hold on, Nelly. We have a quad pull by one blake griffin and we have a hand injury from chris paul and the clippers chances look slimmer than slim now even to advance to the conference semifinals dateline st louis so the beleaguered nhl franchise st louis blues end up beating the defending stanley cup champs chicago blackhawks three to two on their home ice in game seven, just saying those two words is wonderful. Say it with me. Game seven. It just brings a power to it all, you know? The best thing to happen in sports, it is unfortunate though that football can't really undergo this, but baseball basketball and hockey can there is nothing quite like a game seven matchup knowing that for however long the contest lasts it is that one game for all the marbles and until this point the first six games you play to a standstill there is just something special about that and I'm, I'm glad that we got a chance to see a game seven in any playoff series this year thus far so props to the Lou hope everything goes well I hope uh, hope you all advance further Hope you see more hockey in, in in May and possibly June. Dateline, Anaheim. Big league slugger Albert Pujols, who has been struggling. Well, now let me put it in a better way. He's been mightily struggling. Tied Reggie Jackson on the home run hit list with 563. Now, 20 years ago, this used to be... A crowning achievement. We used to be in awe of athletes in baseball that would hit over 500 homers. And ever since, of course, the steroid or asterisk era, now it's met with, eh, it's nice. Okay. Even if you hit 600, even if you hit 700, even if you hit 800, which no one has yet. Bonds was 38 short of 800. It was basically met with a, eh. and it's unfortunate because when, when I was younger, when someone like an Albert Pujols hit that many homers, we were like, wow, that is an achievement. Yeah, not anymore. Dateline, New York. So the U.S. Court of Appeals has reinstated the Tom Brady suspension levied by Roger Goodell of the NFL office. For four games. I am so happy to hear that. I mean this is exactly what we all as fans wanted to hear. We wanted to hear another summer of two guys holding their jocks. One to claim that they have power over the other. This is what we wanted to hear. Especially since the draft is only days away. One of the best times of the year for the NFL where we get to see hopels from college make it to the pros. We get to hear old stuff. We get to hear it. And we can be all about deflate gate. And we can be all about reflate gate. It doesn't matter. Here is the deal. All of you who are so happy wanting to see Brady out for four games. Take off the fan hat and put on your brains. This is not about if Brady knew if the balls were deflated or not. This is not about his culpability or his guilt. This isn't about any of those things. It isn't about a moral thing or a right or wrong issue. It is solely about Roger Goodell having the autonomy to overrule appeals. And he is the lone arbitrator that can do that. And, Think and put your venomous stare and your vitriol toward the NFL Players Association because in their last collective bargaining session, they said, okay, Roger, fine. You want to hear all appeals? We sign off on it. We want you to do it. And now you're paying for it. Well, I take that back. Now all of you are paying for it because what's the point in having ha- having these rounds of appeal? Look, both of you are going to put this to bed because we are getting tired of of hearing about PSI and about investigations that were awry and hearing who schlong is bigger. Because right now we both know, right now we all know. Neither one of you is. So memo to the both of you. Get away from our sets. Dateline. Memphis. The Memphis Grizzlies who are really the toast of that town. Put forth a valiant effort, not just in the playoff round and unfortunately their sweep to the San Antonio Spurs, but through the whole season. After winning 55 games last year, they struggled mightily all throughout the year, having as many as 28 players on their roster throughout the season. The fans were touched and they gave the Grizzlies... A standing ovation, and deservedly so. They're named the Grindhouse for a reason, and they put that nickname to work this year. They grinded their hineys off just to get to the seventh seed, such to the point where head coach Dave Yeager was touched, and all he could do was just cry. And, you know, we all could poke fun and say, well, there's no crying. You know, it's a man and all that type of junk. We could say all that all, all we want, but when you invest emotion in this. How can anyone not put forth that, that, that emotion? I salute him for being that vulnerable on, on the podium. And I give you much credit, Jaeger. I do. To have 28 guys fight and never give up and continue the fight to make sure that they make it to the playoffs, it's nothing short of remarkable. That that standing ovation after game four of the first round series in the NBA playoffs to the Spurs that you received from your crowd of, what, 19,000? You deserved it. I love seeing that. I love seeing fans who can recognize effort. And it's not about W's and L's all the time Because when you see effort When you see people give it their all Even if they do fall short Really the ultimate winner Is the person who doesn't quit When I come back Women and child support And later We're going to put a subject Needing review under For the review After this Oh sports. Sports on another level can be seen on these social media platforms. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, iTunes. Like, rate, review, share. Most importantly, Subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms Cold Sports Sports for the intelligent sportsman Later this week you know what's coming You know what's coming It is the DOT of the month Cold Sports available on ColeJohnsonOnline.com and other social media outlets. Welcome back. WNBA superstar Brittany Griner earlier In the week was forced to pay child support. Now there's a report saying that she's agreed to pay child support for her ex-wife, Glory Johnson's twins. In a report by the Sporting News, Ron Clements, it says that Griner was ordered to pay Johnson $8,505 in child support arrears and has to pay 90% of child care costs with two nannies and a monthly expense of $2,835. Now, of course, the marriage ended because of Greiner's suspicions that Johnson became pregnant by cheating on her with Johnson's ex-boyfriend. Now, if you remember this time last year, police were called to their home and both were arrested on domestic violence charges. Here is where you miss me with all of this. Even though I am glad those two children are getting some type of compensation, Brittany Griner did not make those children. So why is it that this person is charged with child support duty? When in essence, it should be the man that impregnated the woman who should be the person who pays child support for the twins. That is what I don't get. That's what misses me altogether. And she had the same capability. And here's where I believe society is wrong the man who is the father of the biological father of those children should be the one who is as responsible for them as the mother Brittany griner is neither the mother nor the father of those children so to me she has no say no sway no power but the power was given why that that doesn't make sense to me where's glory johnson's ex-boyfriend he is should be the one who should be ordered to pay child support to that young woman. Since he impregnated her with the with the twins, not Britney, he should be the one who pays for child support. And this is this is a real question that I'm putting and posing out there to the Twitter gangsters, Facebookers, other social media mavens, my co-sports MVPs and my co-sports VIPs. I'm throwing it out there because I am 100 percent perplexed. Why is it that a woman who did not father, who did not mother and certainly cannot father the children be ordered to pay child support for children? She did not even have one hand or or, or one scintilla of power in creating. She didn't conceive them. She didn't birth them. So someone explain that to me, because that, that to me is a litigation flaw. Forget the science flaw. That is a litigation flaw. But as I've said this also, you know, there's a fight with the LGBT community that they want to be treated equal rights as with others. Now, with civil rights, I'm 100% with that because no person, I don't care if you're gay or straight, needs to be segregated. No person, gay or straight, needs to be discriminated against. No person, gay or straight, needs to be slandered. No question about that. No question. Gay or straight Everybody needs love and they need to be loved. Not an issue whatsoever. But if we're going to make it equal in all facets, that is not equal. Brittany Griner did not have a hand, did not have a mouth, did not have an orifice to create those children. She did not conceive them. She did not bring those two children to term. She did not birth them. She wasn't the carrier, nor was she the person to incite the carrier to grow the life inside of the carrier. She basically is a six foot eight woman who wants to be, wants to talk light, who wants to dress like a man and plays basketball in the WNBA. But I also say this, for many of you out there, if you say you want to be a man, but you're really a woman, let this be a lesson to you. If you want to be a man, you'll have to actually wear those pants, literally. That's what Brittany Griner is doing. And maybe that is what Many of you should be doing. I happen to disagree with that, but I'm not a lawyer. So what do I know? When I come back, I'm going to put a repugnant, repulsive subject under further review. One more time, at cold sports MVPs. Why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. is yours right now, today, for free. Free, 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 free. All you have to do is go on to coldjohnsononline.com. That's ColeJohnsonOnline.com and get your copy. It's what? Free, 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 free. All you have to do is this one simple thing. Go get it. May 8th, it's coming. That's right. Cold Sports presents the DOT of the Quarter. On my next podcast, we're going to touch on all things NFL Draft. And it's going to be interesting to see who got what, who got traded where, and if the Rams and the Eagles are happy with their one and two picks overall. We're, of course, going to award the Dole of the Week. We're going to put a wonderful subject under further review, I think, one of my VIPs is going to really enjoy that one. And we also have a special presentation podcast because we're going to award this month's Adult of the Month. So check that out. That's two podcasts, not in one, two podcasts separately coming to you over the weekend. But that's for later. For now, I'm going to put this subject, repugnant and repulsive as it is, upon further review. You know, I was actually going to do another topic, but at the last minute, I, I scrapped it for this because I, I really believe this is important and this needs to be addressed. And I'm very happy to address it because this fits the platform of what this podcast and this show is truly about. I was reading an article in, in AV Club. Uh, Joe Plevins wrote this, this great article about a YouTube video I saw from Just Not Sports. And Just Not Sports did basically a takeoff on what Jimmy Kimmel did in basically reading mean tweets. And the results really are startling, shocking, and repulsive. Two sports reporters, one from ESPN, Sarah Spain, and one from Sports Illustrated, Julie DeCaro, They screened these mean tweets in advance, and the men that they brought to face these wonderful women who actually – these brave women who actually took all of these tweets being read to them that they've already read, the men had no clue as to the tweets that were being put forth and the tweets they were going to read to these women. Now, if it were tweets such as, quote, I'd like to start a petition for a ban on all links to Julie DeCaro's Twitter feed. Close quote. I'd say, OK, it's harsh. But you know what? That, that is Jimmy Kimmel mean tweet worthy. No problem. I could I could handle that. I think they could, too. And in the video. Julie did. She handled that very well. But when Julie later on heard a guy read a tweet that said, quote, I hope you become Bill Cosby's next victim. Close quote. Then that's a problem. Then that doesn't get Jimmy Kimmel mean tweet worthy. That gets to you got no sense worthy. Oh, no, but it gets even worse. There was a a tweet that was sent to Sarah Spain that said, quote, I hope your boyfriend beats you, close quote. But the one that really got to me was when Julie DeCaro had to hear this tweet uttered. Quote I hope you get raped again. Close quote. (laughs) Email sexist tweeter subject of email. Man up body of email. See, this is why women have issues with men in the first place. When your mind's in the gutter and you don't take it out when you actually type this absolute drivel, this vitriolic crap, no wonder why women look at men and say, you have no sense and we don't even want to deal with you. Come on now. You're not supposed to put forth this garbage. Men are supposed to protect the women in their lives, not dog them. Our strength is meant to protect them, not harm them. So when you come with this crap of saying that you want a woman who was previously raped to be raped again, there's something wrong with you. There's something inherently wrong with you. Tell you what, if you happen to have been molested or raped, why don't you have someone address you and have, have it be on Twitter, since you have a Twitter account, and have them tweet to you. I hope someone takes advantage of you and gives you one too, like you were when you were five or six. Hashtag part two. How would you like it if you had that happen to you and someone inanely did that to you? You see how insensitive that sounds? It's insensitive for me to say it. But that's what you're saying to this reporter. This is not a sports take of saying, you know something about about this Stephon Curry issue? I see what you're saying. I disagree with you. Here's why. You're not challenging her intellect. You're not challenging her knowledge of sports. You are insulting her womanhood. What does that have to do with her being a journalist? That is is a problem you must solve. And the first way you solve it is back away from the computer. The second way you solve it is understand and emote with and empathize with women. Talk to your mother, talk to your sister, talk to your daughter, or talk to your women friends. I'll pose this option in your your stratosphere. Say if any one of these covered sports And there was another clown like you who actually said something similar to that to your mother, to your sister, to your woman friend, or to your daughter. Would you do the same thing to them and say, you know what? They're right. They're right. Or would you excuse it and say, oh, that's just them being sports fans. They're they're, they're heated. They'll say anything. They're they're, They're just emotionally irresponsible. Or would you want to actually search where they are and beat them to within an inch of their lives? i taped take option C for 500 Alex. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. You wouldn't want that to be said about the women in your life you find precious. So why would you say something to these women? They have a job to do. And it's not just Julie DeCaro or Sarah Spain. It could be Cassidy Hubbard or Carrie Champion or, or Jamel Hill or, or, or Aaron Andrews or, or, or Carissa Thompson or Rachel Nichols. Or Sage Steele. Pick any female that does sports. None of them deserve it. None of them. They deserve our respect. They deserve our protection. And they deserve the love that we give them. Because we want to see diversified opinions on the air. We don't want to just hear men speak about sports. We want to hear women speak about it too. And if they and a Michelle Beadle and a Ramona Shelburne or whomever else were to opine something and you take a nugget from it and you run with it, fine. That's what they're there for. They're there for a different take on what we love. And if it comes off a little more feminine, fine, it, it, it comes off feminine. But you know what? That's a great thing. Because, oh, my gosh, women happen to participate in sports, too, as athletes. So if that's the case, why don't they actually offer their opinions too, equal to a man and be held to a standard equal to a man? And they should have the respect equal to a man. Because I guarantee you, you wouldn't tell a man that you want him to be raped again. I guarantee you wouldn't tell a man that you want his girlfriend to beat him down. And I most certainly guarantee you you wouldn't want to tell a man that I hope you have a puck slash upside your head. Because that's all of what you're telling these women. And you're out of pocket, you're out of line, you need to stop and back away from the Twitter. These women deserve respect for what they do and for how they do it. And if you're not willing to give them that respect... There are many that I personally know who will. Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. ColeJohnsonOnline.com. If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook at Cole sports again sports with a Z or to my friend in poll, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Instagram and Pinterest and Stitcher and SoundCloud and Google Play and YouTube and iTunes like share rate review to your heart's content more importantly subscribe and follow to each and every one of those platforms most importantly though enjoy for the intelligent sportsman i'm cole johnson and this is Sports, a Comey Media Entertainment production.